Hi, this episode is about preparing to do intuitive work. This involves clearing your mind, focusing, detaching from the outcome, that's a big one, and protecting your energy. There is no one size fits all, so pick what's right for you and throw out the rest. Like all of my activities, these are things that you can weave into your day. This will give you an overview, but there are so many ways you can do these things, and this is just what works for me. Let's talk about clearing your mind first. This is the hardest thing to do. We can't think of nothing. We are always, always thinking of something. Don't put pressure on yourself to be clear of any thoughts. Thinking isn't a bad thing, but when you add worry or any emotion to it, even extreme joy, that will interfere with getting clear messages. You know when you drive from point A to point B, but you don't remember how you got there? That's the perfect state of mind. Your mind is floating from one thought to another. There's no real emotion hanging around, looming and skewing your thoughts. That's perfect. So the key is to get rid of any worry thoughts. Not easy. I get it. I get it. Sometimes it's a simple matter of deciding not to worry or stress about something. That sounds really easy. But if you can just do it for a few moments, you will find that your messages will come in loud and clear. Now, I'm not good at meditating for any length of time, but if you can, that's an amazing way to clear your mind. You'll have to find another resource for that because I am no expert by any means. What I've done for years is I take four long deep breaths in and out through my nose. With each breath, I imagine clean, crisp air coming in and going out. Sometimes I make it a color or it just turns a color. And you know what? That's okay. The movement of your breath is all you should be thinking about. It's going to be tough, but give it a try. Try it with me. When you breathe it in, visualize it whirling in a circle like, like those big round brushes at a car wash. The first breath goes in through your nose, up to your forehead, makes its way to the back, right in the, under the top of your skull, and then across the bottom and out your nose again. So do you feel it whirring around like the brushes of a car wash? If not, try it again and imagine the brushes going in and around and out. The intention is that the out breath carries all of your day's troubles out, sends them out into the universe. I repeat this with the air going the other way. So it comes in and instead of going up to my forehead, it goes down through my jaw to the back of my head, back up to my skull, down through my forehead and out, same thing. Then I do it two more times. The third time it goes in to the left and around and out and the fourth time in to the right and around and out. There, we've cleared that mind of yours up, I hope anyways. Breathing is the key to any mind calming exercise. And I know you hear it over and over again, but if you have any anxiety or any tension, if you focus on your breath, it will help to reduce any anxiety and worry. 
So try this when you're at a traffic light and try to just breathe in slowly, deeply and out slowly and deeply until it turns green again. You can try it in line at the grocery store. In and out. Now, now, now. Not too loud at the grocery store because people will start looking at you. Kind of funny and that just gets really embarrassing. You can do it anytime when you're unloading the dishwasher, while you're watching movies, when you're about to go to sleep. That's the best time to clear your mind. I challenge you to take 10 really deep breaths every day. That's only one an hour. And if you could do more, that's a bonus. And see how you feel. See how you are just generally calmer. And then when an anxiety-provoking situation comes up, watch how your body naturally kicks into, okay, let's do a deep breath, and you're calm. Now, if you prefer to just sit and breathe, that works too. Set a timer and see how long you can simply focus on breathing until another thought comes in, like, what am I making for dinner? Or that really ticked me off today. If it does, check the timer. Okay, I have 32 seconds to beat. It might actually be just seven seconds or two seconds. Whatever it is, you're in competition with yourself. Another one you can try is the dot. Very creative title, I know. Imagine a dot on the wall or on your hand. Any blank surface will do. You can do this with your eyes open or closed. The goal is to be able to do it with your eyes open. As you breathe in, see the dot expand, just like your chest expands full of air. And as you breathe out, see the dot shrink. The dot can be any color you like. If you don't like dots, do a square, do a rectangle, do a star. Not sure what you have against dots, but that's entirely your prerogative. See how long you can keep the dot in your mind before another thought creeps in. So set a timer, then challenge yourself for the next time. There are some really great calming apps that can have a shape that expands and contracts and helps you guide your breathing. You time your breathing to the movements of this shape. Or they have oceans with tides going in and out. And that calms you. Just the sound of that calms you. And you time your breathing to the motion of the waves. If you need something concrete, download one of these. They're great. If you're more of an auditory person, imagine a pleasant sound. It can be a babbling brook, a baby giggling, whatever you can imagine easily. Make sure it's easy. We want things to be simple, simple, simple. Hear the sound in your mind. As you breathe in, the sound gets louder. And as you breathe out, the sound gets quieter. If the reverse works for you, do that. Whatever works for you, that's what you need to do. And again, see how long you can keep it going. Something else you can try is counting or saying the alphabet in your mind. You can do this by seeing and hearing the numbers or letters, or if that's too much, just hear them or just see them. But it will be great if you can hear and see them. Now back to breathing. So breathe slowly. 
Your breath doesn't have to keep time with the numbers or the letters. Think of them in order. See how far you can get before another one of those nasty thoughts jumps in. Or maybe it's a good thought. It's just another thought and you don't want that. The next time you try this activity, your goal should be to get further. This exercise also helps you focus. And again, you can do this while you're driving. You can do this in the grocery store line. Now, in these situations, I think I would keep my eyes open. I, as a matter of fact, I know I would keep my eyes open. It would be rather dangerous, don't you think? So you could practice these anytime. There are so many ways to clear your mind that I couldn't possibly get through them all. Search online and find something that's right for you. Get one of those apps and see what works to calm your mind. The second thing is detachment from the outcome. Oh, this is a tough one. You have to achieve a neutral state of mind. You have to not care what the outcome is or how it will affect you or the person you are reading. This is the hardest because you want the best for yourself and the best for your friends and family. But our emotions surrounding people and situations can skew the messages you receive. We tend to see through rose-colored glasses with people and situations we like, and it's easy to see through the dark glasses with people and situations we don't like. Some people are certain they're going to win the lottery, probably wishful thinking, or they're certain that their ex is going to drive into a tree or get ill. Wishful thinking, uh, the total other way. Detachment doesn't mean that you have no emotions. It means that they're not getting in the way of your objectivity. You have to not care about the outcome. If you don't let things get to you, your intuition will be stronger and you will be healthier and keep your sanity intact. And that's a big deal. So how do you get there? You practice the calming and focusing activities we already talked about. Now we have to add another layer. You have to have an it doesn't matter what happens running on repeat in the back of your mind. Let's try this. Think about something you would like to happen. It can be a job. It can be your kid winning an award. Now feel this. Feel the emotion of, I really want this to happen. Now, see the situation unfolding in front of you, but take the emotion away. Just watch it and see how that feels. Now let's do the reverse of that. Think of something you are afraid is going to happen. You are worried and the worry is overpowering everything. So let's say you're going on a trip and you're afraid to fly. Picture being on the flight and feel that emotion. Feel how awful that feels. Now, watch it as a third party observer. Just watch yourself on the plane. Don't be attached to it. Just watch it roll out. Is anything bad happening? No, it's not. So get those emotions out of the way and you will find that your messages come through much clearer. If you are doing any readings or intuitive work and you do take on other people's stuff, 
you're going to need to release that because you don't want to be carrying anything else around, especially stuff that's not yours and especially stuff that's negative. So how do you get rid of it? It's actually very simple. You don't have to do anything over the top extraordinary. You can shake, you can jump, you could stomp your feet, you can breathe in deeply and then out forcefully or take some quiet time and have a bath or go for a walk. You can also use the weather. If it's hot and sunny, stand outside or in a sunny window and imagine the sun burning away all the bad. If it's cold or windy, open the door and imagine that that first blast of cold air or that wind that comes in just takes the bad away. Another thing you can do every day is use the shower. When you take a shower, you can imagine that the water washes off all the bad stuff, all the bad energy, and puts a coating of super awesome protective wax on you, just like you're a shiny new car. And you can do this every day, even if you don't know what the negative is, even if you don't think anything negative is there, it will help you get into a mindset where you feel calm. So now you're calm, you're focused, and you're detached. Deep breath, right? Now it's time to protect. Anytime you do any intuitive work, you need to protect yourself. This will keep any negativity out and prevent you from being drained. If it's draining, you're doing something wrong. This should not be draining in the least. So why? Why do you protect yourself? Well, would you go out in a snowstorm without a coat? No. So we protect ourselves when we do intuitive work. You don't want to venture into the intuitive world without being protective. It's like when your immune system is down. It's easier to get sick. So you want to keep your energetic self healthy, strong, and protected. Anytime you engage emotionally in a scary show or a book, your natural defenses go down. So if you're going to watch Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street, and those things really get to you emotionally, what happens is it opens up a door that you don't want open. It opens up to fear and some of the lower level energies on the other side, whether you believe in them or not is entirely up to you, but they feed on fear and they feed on all of those negative emotions. So we can make an analogy with this opening the door to the other world, the world we don't want to let in. So let's say you are walking through a neighborhood at night and you see a house where the front door is cracked open. There are no cars in the driveway and it looks like nobody's home. You would just walk away. You would just walk by. Or maybe you'll be a good Samaritan and you'll go close the door for them. Now, someone who isn't such a nice person or maybe is a criminal and thrives on other people's uh, misfortunes, like leaving a door open, would see that door open and see that as an opportunity to go in and steal or destroy things. Just like our society has different kinds of people, the spirit world has different kinds of spirits. You want the friendly, hey, let's just chat and help 
kind of spirits. That's who I work with. They're great. They have the most amazing sense of humor. The low level spirits will see your open door if you're fearful and they'll come a calling. That's the biggest reason you need to protect yourself. I'm not saying you're going to get possessed or have something negative attached to you. That's extremely rare. I don't, I don't even know if it even exists. But you may become anxious, tired, sick, really easily irritated. Or maybe you'll start having nightmares. Or you won't be able to even get to sleep to have nightmares. And sometimes you'll get the feeling you're being watched. And that's a very uneasy feeling. So what do you do? The easiest thing you can do is to raise your vibration. And how do you do that? You can eat healthy, exercise, be grateful, declutter your home. You can also watch or read something that makes you feel the opposite of fear. So you would want to watch maybe a comedy show or cartoons. Cartoons are great. Being a good person is the best protection from anything negative. If you strengthen your own energy field and boundaries, then you shouldn't need a shield. How do you strengthen your boundaries? By saying no when you need to say no, when you feel like you just don't want to do something. You steer clear of toxic people and toxic situations. Whatever boundaries you need to set up, don't worry if somebody's going to think less of you. If it works for you, do it. I would like you to think of someone you love, or maybe your dog or cat that you love. Visualize them with you. How do you feel? Hold on to that feeling. That's a great headspace to be in. You can tell yourself, hey, I am amazing, or I'm awesome, or whatever words you need, and believe. Because some days, some days you just don't believe you're awesome, and that's okay. So it can be like, I'm okay today. Whatever works for you, that's the best thing that you can do. Being generous is another great way to strengthen your energy field. Whatever you want more of in your life, give some to someone else. If you want to feel happy, smile at a stranger. If you feel like you're poor or you're broke or you want to make more money, give a little money to charity or pay for the person's coffee that's behind you at the drive-thru. You don't have to do anything extraordinary. The little things count. I know it's cliche, but they actually do. Thinking positive thoughts will work for you every time. I'm not saying to go around thinking about unicorns and rainbows and butterflies, and you don't have to be all happy all the time. Our minds naturally go to the negative. That's how we're programmed. So get into the habit of thinking the opposite positive thought. That will help you. As soon as you feel a negative thought creep in, stop, pause, and think what's the opposite and get that looping in your mind. If you do all of that and you still feel that you need protection, there are so many things you can do. There are lots of great books and information online about psychic or energy protection. That's what you would Google. You honestly don't need to spend a lot of time protecting yourself. I like to weave it into my day, just like intuition development. When you turn a light on or off, imagine that the light or dark 
instantly clears anything negative from you and instantly protects you. When you put on your clothes in the morning or whenever you get up, your clothes, your shoes, your coat, imagine that they're filled with protection. And whatever that looks like to you is entirely fine. Whether it's sparkly and light or it's gray and metal and hard, whatever you need to do, do that. Now, then you have to imagine that you're also putting on gloves and a hood because you don't want to leave any part of yourself unprotected. The most common protection is called the white light of protection. And there are so many variations of this and you can choose what's right for you. You can Google it. I'm sure it's in lots of books out there. I like to keep it simple. So you just have to find for at least the first time a quiet space. Breathe normally. If you're inside, you can imagine that the ceiling and the roof of your home or whatever building you're in disappears and you can see the sky. You can actually go outside to do this if you would like. You can go outside and sit under the stars if you need a concrete thing. If it's during the day, go on outside. You can use the sun or you can push your imagination through the blue sky, through the clouds, into the darkness of space. And I would like you to imagine a star way above you that gets brighter and brighter. See the light from this star shine down on you. It can be any color you like. It enters your body through the top of your head. Its sparkly light flows through every organ and muscle and ligament, every joint, every cell, every part of your body is in light. So any negativity can't stand to be there and comes out through your pores and your breath. Once you are full of light, gather some of it in your center, wherever you feel your center or most powerful point is. Most people use their stomach, the actual physical center of your body, and the other popular one is the center of your forehead. And this is typically referred to as your third eye. Imagine that there's a ball or sphere of that light there. It's about the size of a baseball. Imagine this ball getting bigger and bigger, and it expands outward. It grows beyond your body, so if you were to extend your arms and legs up and down and forward and backward, you would still be within this ball of light. Once this large ball is formed, you can imagine that the outer edge hardens. This still allows for information to come in and messages, but will keep out negativity and other people's emotions. It's great to go to the mall in this ball. If you're going to be dealing with a difficult person, you can imagine that this ball is encased in mirrors. This will reflect the bad back to where it came from and it can be healed there. It's not your job to heal it. This is particularly important for all of you empaths out there. You don't have to fix everyone that crosses your path. If that person is really difficult, you can put them in their own ball of light. Couldn't hurt, could it? The white light of protection is a very basic one. Please remember to always start from the inside of your body and push outward. If you start outside of yourself, you may trap negative stuff in your ball of light. And who wants that to happen? You can do this every morning and night if you would like, or just a few times a week, whenever you feel a need to recharge or extra protection. Go ahead and do it. 
You can do this walking to work, riding the subway, you can do it anywhere. It can be as long and as detailed as you would like or super quick. You can also imagine your home, your neighborhood, your car, your desk at work, your kids, your family, your city, the world in a ball of light. And if someone comes into your home or office and you don't like their vibe, white light the room after they leave. Oh heck, white light the room before they're there. Maybe it'll calm them down a little bit. If you're walking into a room and you know there's going to be a negative person there, imagine the entrance to that room has a curtain across it. And once you pass through this curtain, it covers you in protection. Why not get an extra layer? You can imagine a clear wall go up between you and someone that's in your face. I'd put a mirror on that too, because if they're in your face, they've got stuff to deal with. So send it right back to them. Another thing I like is you can imagine a rope or a cord between you and a person or situation. Now that person does not have to be in your presence to do this. If someone from your past keeps intruding on your thoughts, you can imagine the cord between you and them and cut that cord. Watch the cord fall off. And if, if you see a hole or a wound around you or on you, then I want you to put your hand on that space and imagine that that heals too. Hopefully this has a ripple effect on them and they get some healing out of it too. These things don't work because of some otherworldly force. They help you to change your thoughts and feelings in a positive way. And that in turn has an effect on how you act and react. It's all about you. Everything is all about you. Remember that. If somebody does bug you and get under your skin, that's a tough one. White light them, white light you, white light the room. Do what you need to do for your peace of mind. We have cleared your mind, learn to focus, learn to detach from the outcome of a situation and protect ourselves. Thank you for joining me. Please hit like and subscribe. You can find me on Facebook at Lynn Nichols Intuition Expert and on Instagram at Lynn underscore Nichols for more intuition elevation activities, free readings, and lots of other things. Remember, you are never alone. Chat soon.